Welcome to What Are You Playing, where we tell you the titles we're working through. Be they old or be they new, listen, learn, and ask a question or two. I am Yoko, and I get to play softball tomorrow. All right. I'm Tony, and my internet connection's been shoddy, so hopefully we make it through this. Oh, knock on wood. You gotta knock on wood with something like that. You can't have your internet derping here, because you're our only... We're down to gods. I know. Super is out at a wedding, so he gets the week off, and Buzz is busy. He was so close to being on the show, but something came up last minute, and Tony, it's me and you. It's fine, we got it. We got this. We are part of the Show Me Your News Network, and this is episode 7 of What Are You Playing? On Friday, September 7, 2012. We do have a guest this week that you were kind enough to invite onto the show. Uh, also, he's part of your Golden Vault Games team. Well, how about you introduce him? Hey, it's my buddy yeah. Nick. Ah. <laughs> you gotta wait. I was and gonna introduce, introduce myself. <laughs> well, go ahead and, and introduce yourself then. Go for I'm it. I'm Nick Grant, and not even death can stop me from being here. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're known on the Show Me Your News community as Danger Penguin. True story. True story. As you have an 8-bit penguin as your Skype avatar, that is awesome. When it blinks when you talk, I'm just pretending the penguins. It's coming <laughs> out of it. Rar <laughs> penguin. <laughs> Uh, but we're glad to have you on the show, Nick. It was awesome to meet you at Yomacon 2011, and I assume you're coming back this year. Oh, yes. Sweet. We're we're bringing a van full of people. It's ridiculous this year. (laughs) So many sminges are coming this year to Yomacon. It's going to be amazing. But I I think we might save some talk for that a little later. we got to get into what are you playing, the main part of our show. Talk about the games we're playing recently. Give a little mini review. Well, Buzz and Super would go first. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, but they're not here. Tony, how about you show us how it's done with what are you playing? I've only played Ratchet the last two weeks. It took me a while. I, like, I, before we were saying on the pre-show, I have a buddy who keeps taunting me with, like, Platinums and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, how do you Platinum? Like, they're pretty decently linked games, especially if you're doing everything in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, I had to pull off this infinite bolt glitch where you go through a wall and stuff and... Just used this taunter weapon and just had bolts rain on me in the hoverboard track. Look it up if you're having trouble. Because it wants you to get a million bolts in the first game. And you only need half a million bolts to buy every super weapon even. Like, you would never need a million bolts. So, I just did that. And I was doing it. I posted a picture on Twitter. And Quentin's like, how'd you do that? And I'm like, huh, I'm a hit of Quentin. So, I'm like, here's how you do it. And he's like, oh, that's good because that's the only thing I need because I just need to buy the super weapons and I'm done and I'll platinum it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh that's, that, that's good. <laughs> that's good. And then I, I was, he just sent me a, a picture of his platinum like in a few hours. I'm like, son of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> I started to, I, I made a good ways into it yesterday. And uh, I was just on the ice planet and he called me. He's like, hey, I just see, saw you online. Where are you? I'm like, I'm on the ice planet. He's like, oh, well, I'm on three. I already platinum two. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's good. And then he sent me a picture like at work yesterday, uh, last night. He's like, hey, I got this. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> how the hell? This wasn't even fair. So it's tough when you say I've been playing Ratchet. I mean, it is quite the series for Sony. Uh, which game specifically have you been playing for those that wish to know? Uh, it was the first one in the HD collection. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I got through that platinum it on pretty much the first run through. Afterwards, you just need to buy some weapons if you, if you use the glitch. Like otherwise, it's going to take you several playthroughs to get all the bolts. And I just didn't feel like doing that. There's a problem with that is in two and uh, three, you get a bolt multiplier after you uh, you know beat the game, mm. and you can grind much easier and it's much more fun. Two and three are a lot more polished. So I'm playing two right now, and two is pretty brutal. But I think I read that the fans like the difficulty in it. Once you get good, I'm really curious to see how many times you die, because until uh, you get yeah. good, until you get good at strafing and flipping, it's a little difficult. I, I remember dying on a lot in my first playthrough, but I'm in two now, and I'm in the ice level. If you know where that is, where all the bears and hydras attack you, and you can grind bolts. Bears, bears, get those bears some coke. <laughs> I like that joke a lot. And yeah, that's about it really. It's just mostly that. It's been a lot of it, but it's <laughs> not much to talk about, not anything new to talk about even really because I played those last year. Hmm. No, but it's good to have the HD collection. Uh, I got it myself. I still have yet to play it. There are so many games I have yet to play. Uh, but I was surprised that like the uh, the Sly 4 demo was actually a download. I thought since the game got pushed back, I thought the demo would get pushed back too and it'd be a voucher for whenever it comes out, but no, that, oh, was, yeah. that was something to download. That was my homework, and I didn't do it. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Well, next time. Yeah. Next time. Um, so, Nick, it kind of gives you a gist of how to talk about the games you've been playing. So what have you been playing? Uh, mainly, me and the peop- uh, guys have been playing Persona 4 Arena. Nice. I have been completely destroying them at that game. I have perfected knocking them like against the wall, and as they're bouncing, pulling off my insta kill move. So they're getting oh, a little upset about that. Is, is that with Naoto or? No, no. Actually, I've been using uh, Yosuke recently just because he's so quick, and one of our friends always plays the characters that are just so annoying, mm-hmm. and he plays as Teddy. Teddy, That's of all course. He plays yeah, as. Teddy is <laughs> quite annoying. So I had to choose a really fast character because Teddy is a lot quicker than you would think for his uh, damage class. Hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been an ordeal. <laughs> Besides that, oh, does up? everyone have an insta kill move? I mean, this is like one of the games that's next on my GameFly queue and all that, and I'm actually waiting for a game to be sent. But they're all like low or medium, whatever. But I, you know, so I was seeing you know super moves like when the game wasn't out yet, but people were just having videos, and I saw that Naoto had an insta kill move. Does every character have one? They all do. Uh, wow. It's usually down, 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 and then triangle and circle together on the PlayStation, which is uh, both your persona moves. Um, it's a four-button fighter, so you just got square and X for your light and heavy physical, and then triangle circle for your light and heavy persona attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's down, 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 triangle, circle, but there's a lot of qualifiers to use it. Depending on uh, if it's a multi-round match, like say you have to have two wins to win the whole match, mm-hmm you have to already have won enough where winning this last fight would win the entire game for you. Then you also have to have 100 SP to use it, even hmm. if it misses. Wow. And that's like the it, maximum SP in your game? Uh, it is until you reach what's called awakened mode. If you hit a third of your health, I believe, your health turns orange, they give you 50 SP, and your maximum is increased to 150. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Isn't, there, isn't it a thing where the opponent has to hit you, or is that only in some characters? That's that's some of their insta kills. Like Elizabeth uh, has hers is more of like a counter attack. Like you have mm-hmm. to be yeah. you have to get hit with it. Some of them you have to actually hit your opponent. It's uh, it's different per character. And the uh, and there is one shadow character if you're familiar with the Persona series. Um, shadow Labrys is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and hers is a little bit different. It uses the physical attack buttons for her insta-kill moves. Interesting. And she's a, a new character for the game, right? Um, technically, yes. She's never been shown. But if you played the FES version of Persona 3, she's mentioned. And that's it. Really? Is it is it in the answer part? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been so long since I've played that game. I did the FES version once because it's so long. Okay. And did everything. But uh, I know Let's... they mention it because she is... She is two generations before Igus, like okay. in the because uh, I know Igus is a seventh generation um, anti shadow weapon, mm-hmm. and Labrys is a fifth generation. Interesting. Yoko's got someone to persona geek out with. I know. <laughs> I mean, because I played the FES version, but I stopped at you know the journey. I didn't go on to the answer, you know, after oh, the main yeah. game, and because I heard that it was just terrible and it kind of ruins the I'm significance sure of what happens. Because yeah. it was the only place they really added stuff was in the answer part. Was That's where they added right. like the other 20 hours of content or whatever yep. it was. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because, yeah, I, I, I've never heard of Labyrinth before. And now you're saying it's like, an FES. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Huh. No, but <laughs> all, the, all the fighting craziness he was spouting that game is pretty simple to get into, even if you don't entirely know what you're. That's what I've heard. Like, that it's, you know, a pretty easy one to get into. At our last uh, land party, Tony actually beat me in one round. Oh. Not for match, but he beat me in one round. Oh, so man. I give him credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was going to say, I, I thought Tony was dropping out. I thought it might have been my microphone. And there goes the derpy internet. Well, uh, any other characters that you think you know, are really you know, interesting to play as? Um, they've actually changed a lot of the, not a lot, but some of the older characters, like for uh, Persona 3, uh, what is it, uh, Akihiko? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they switched him around, because he's really, uh... Sorry, sorry, just randomly saying derp. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> dropped. I know you did. <laughs> anyway, Akihiko, yes. Uh, he's really, like, clean-cut and, like, very... I want to use the word polished in 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 three. Right. That's kind of the way I see him. But in Persona Four Arena, he's like got a cloak that's all tattered. He's not wearing a shirt, and he's just beating the crap out of people with his bare fists. And he's all buff now. Does he have like a so, bear claw scratched across his chest or something? Uh, yes. See, that's yes. that's like <laughs> Takamura from Hajime no Ippo. If you ever seen that anime, like I'm he not. he, he fights. It's a boxing anime. He fights the bear, and he gets a bear claw <laughs> scratched across his chest. So like I see that's like wait a minute come on Japan. That's that wow that's mm-hmm. weird. But Akiko is actually pretty good. I just can't use him very well because his character is all about advancement on the screen. Uh, there's some move that I can't do that people online are kicking my butt with because mm-hmm. they he can like da- dash all the way across the screen and do like a third of your health. Oh damn. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and then Mitsuru is also in it. Yes, she uh, is really weird because most of the characters follow your standard uh, quarter circle or dragon punch uh, inputs. Mm. Uh, hers are a lot of charge attacks, like you'll charge back and then hit forward, things like that. She's not a bad character once you get used to it, though, because she has the longest reach of any melee character without doing an advancement move. Because she's uh, got that fencing sword. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she can also pull people towards her with her persona. It's got like, an ice lance that freezes them, and if you double tap it, it'll pull them to you. While they're still frozen. Interesting. Okay, I hate charged characters, though. Like, I cannot play as them worth a damn. Well, that's the thing uh, that's cool about Persona is uh, 
if you don't know a lot of the attacks, your square button, which is your light uh, physical attack, also doubles as an easy combo. But mm. if you do it, it will do it'll combo three of your regular attacks together, and then if you have enough SP and you're still pressing it, it'll combo together a a, pers- a heavy persona attack. Hmm. But with that, if you're using the square button to do the attacks, it uh, they're weaker than normally if you would just input them normally. I think it's something like 60 or 70% of the regular oh, damage. Wow. That's so awesome. it's not totally overpowered, but that way people who are new to the game can still do combos. See, mashing attack to turn into combos sounds a lot like some other game, like a certain Smash <laughs> Brothers game. Well, that's Holy. weird. That game is also on my what I've been playing list. How about that? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's just mad because a year ago he would just destroy us with Sonic, and now with regular uh, Brawl and with Project M, I completely decimate him. Yep. With which character? I'll be Ike, and he'll be Falcon. Or Link. Huh. Or Link. Well, well, Ike is pretty good, and Link is also really good in Project M. I gotta play some Project M more. Dude, it's, it, it wastes hours, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. Like we'll only play for a little bit, and it never is a little bit ever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome that you're playing Brawl. Um, I think I've I played some as well, so it's you good that Brawl. Yeah. How was it? Um, I was would rather be playing Project M, and I and I told <laughs> the person I was playing with like, oh, you should try this Project M thing, and like, oh, let me let me go see if we can do it. Oh, my computer doesn't have an SD card reader. I'm like, man. Yeah, uh, it's really it. hard to play regular Brawl now. Yeah, the characters just feel derp. <laughs> they feel yeah. derp. I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> I feel like my controller is fighting against me whenever I'm playing regular Brawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> I, just, I just miss, like, Samus. And I don't know oh, my gosh, really I know. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. But yeah, probably the last thing on my... What I've been playing recently for, like, my little intro is uh, Bastion. I've played through that again. Oh, so I nice. think that's, like, four times I've beat it now. It also gave me a really good idea for uh, cosplay for Yomacon because my girlfriend is going with me. So she's going to dress up as uh, the little enemies. Uh, I think they're called the squirts. They're like upside-down teardrops. Hmm. She's going to get a dress and just have it match the colors how it fades from like navy to light blue nice. and have three cutouts in the back for where the little spots on their head are. And That's I'm going to dress really up cool. as the Calamity Kid because he's awesome. Awesome. I need to check that out. It's I, really good. Yeah, I've, I've played some of it. On Steam, and I really need to get back to it. I think I got to like you know the first big town after like the intro kind of level stage area. I don't know. I I think I got it for like uh, one of the Steam or holiday trophies or whatever they're giving out with the little lumps of coal and all that. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the achievements to do that. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I've got that game, and I enjoyed what I played, but. I was doing other things at the time with games. It gets really good by the end. I noticed uh, whoever does the top ten videos on here mm-hmm. uh, had it in there. Uh, yeah. which was talking about the end because of the uh, the villains. Um, and it's I don't want to spoil anything because that video had a lot of spoilers in it for other people. But, yes, it uh, did. Yes, it did. <laughs> a lot of spoilers. But the game gets really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like the ga- the combat's already good from the beginning, but the storytelling just ramps up better and better as you go through the game. I don't remember most of the spoilers, so <laughs> it kind of just went in and out of my head. Like I don't know what the context of any of this is. Just like most information. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and, and you're not sure, I mean, at showmeyournews.com/top10, if you spell out 10 as T E N, 
Uh, you know, a bunch of us do top ten videos. You know, whoever decides to make them, it's part of the the fun thing about that show. But yeah, the Dubaga made that one about lesser recognized villains, and I think that was a that was a good pick. Super's actually working on one now too. He is. We have a lot of people working on them. It's just yeah, they're it'll fun. Be, it'll be interesting to see how they progress. Uh, anything else you've been playing there? Uh. I reactivated my WoW account, but you know. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, next one, one of them. We don't talk about such things here. Your girlfriend's mad. I am trying to get the girlfriend to play through Slender because I haven't played it yet, and I want to watch her play it because she is absolutely terrified of Slenderman. Hmm. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I'm trying. He's playing. He's playing the programming too. Making, <laughs> making the game. Yeah, man, you should hear him like explain programming to me and Nate because we're like, okay, like we don't know what. <laughs> Dude, I tried to take programming once, and then I ended up like having one of my friends <laughs> write the code for the final project in code so that I could oh. decode the code. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I was so bad, and I, I escaped to the B minus. Oh my goodness! Like me and programming escaped along well. Well, that's he, not that bad. You passed. It's true. Didn't so you, you say got you like out of it? Didn't you say you like you're just pretty good at it just yourself? So your classes are like really freaking easy to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get all the homework done in like one day or something. I don't have calculus and programming, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my last class was a uh, advanced Java. I literally did all the work the day before the midterm was due. I did uh, all twelve assignments and then the midterm, and then the day before the class ended, I did the rest of the assignments and the final. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that because I'm like. Do you, I remember you like didn't talk about school, and then there's one night where you're like, I got homework to do. You just did all of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Nathan can't, Nick can't hang out because he's doing all his homework for the semester. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I passed high school, too, with honor roll. <laughs> and well played. Well played. Just, our system works. <laughs> <laughs> Public schools, high five. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been playing quite a few games myself, and that's kind of remarkable considering how little I had played last time on this show, with you know Gimpy Fish taking up all the stuff with his Nintendo collection and everything. All the Nintendo games. All the Nintendo games, my goodness. Uh, so I finished Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box, I can say it correctly this time around, when, I'm, when I don't have a beer in front of me. The Dangerous Barks. <laughs> dangerous part um this one i was watching on youtube and you know jumping through the puzzles I, I i've been saying this for the past few times now but what i really care about for the professor Layton series is the story i really appreciate the charm of the puzzles i'll you know play the first little bit of it with the puzzles uh but at a certain point some of the puzzles get to be too much uh you have ones where you have a kind of Tetris-like, you know, box area with a bunch of different pieces. And then you have, like, a ball on one side of the box. And it has to be moved to the, like, exact other side of the box. But you have to find the places to... Oh, I'm using my hands and bumping the mic. You gotta move around all the pieces and, you know, move the ball in just the right way. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I hate sliding puzzles as it is. I couldn't stand Skykeep in Skyward Sword, because it was a big old spring puzzle. With like, rooms. With rooms. Like, it was oh, obnoxious. And, like, this was almost just worse. Um, and, you know, I, I like the ones where, they, you know, they're clever word puzzles or, you know, they have some sort of trick to it. They're nice and all, but 
when you're going through these games, like the big strength is much like you know, just like the Ace Attorney games. It's all about the story, and some of them are done you know quite well, and some of them are done really well. Uh, Curious Village, when I talked about playing that last time, it had a quite the nice twist ending. Uh, I didn't really see that one coming. It was rather surprising. Diabolical Box here. I was saying how the pacing was so terrible the last time because you're on a train and that's taken a long time. Then you go to a village and that takes a really long time. And about halfway through it starts to get interesting. Uh, the ultimate twist uh, was not that surprising, but it was still interesting to see how it played out. There's the Professor Layton sword fight. We've I think when the debug was on, he talked about it, and that was a really cool uh, moment. But, you know, Diabolical Box was good. Uh, but then I went and saw... Did I see, no, I actually played the ROM of Unwound Future, which is the third game. Uh, now, these first three, you know, Curious Village, Diabolical Box, Unwound Future, they're a trilogy, you know, for the first three games. So this was kind of like building up to things uh, for, you know, Leighton and all the characters, and the storytelling was so much better in Unwound Future than the other two combined. Really? I, don't, I don't know what Switch was flipped, but you know, people were you know saying before, like, oh, just wait to Unwound Future. You're going to really you know, enjoy that twist. It's, it's not just the twist, which was amazing. It was the character development. Uh, there was backstory... There was emotion. There was weight to decisions. There was better writing. It was much better writing. and <laughs> It was it, like you're playing a video game. Well, sure, I suppose. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to discount the other two. Uh, but, wow, um, I don't want to spoil anything about Unwound Future. Uh, because you, I think think they, you think they played Mass Effect and they're like, oh. <laughs> mm, no, I mean, there's really nothing borrowed from Mass Effect at all. You said there was a weight to decisions, so I didn't know if they had one of those well, systems. I, I mean, it's, it's it wasn't you know a kind where you get to choose, but you know the moves that the characters make have more meaning to them because uh, they're more emotionally invested because of their backstory and the development that the writers have given to these characters now. Um, it was it was spectacular. I, I'm going to be writing. A uh, top ten narratives in games, top ten soon, and right. I'll tell you this is definitely in there. You're gonna make me mad. I already know it. <laughs> I'm sure I will. You, um, I think you've made me mad on at least one thing. <laughs> like, why'd you pick that? Well, what can I say? No, but seriously, um, you know the twist was great. Um, and I just I just don't want to spoil really anything because people I think need to play. This one, at least. And, you know, I guess the other two help for the backstory to it. But when you have a character like Professor Layton, who I am going to try to cosplay for Yomakon this year, <laughs> by the way. I have to find the top hat, which is tricky because it's so tall. <laughs> and it's, like, <laughs> I guess, a stovepipe top hat. And Dude, just make one. Dude, I'm so bad at crafts. Like, I can't apply the cover screens to my DS touchscreen without <laughs> so how the hell am I going to make a Professor Layton top hat 
Um, your, your assignment, show me your news listeners. So, <laughs> what are you playing, listeners? Is to make you Yoko a hat. <laughs> See, then they'll make me a hat. I'll be like, no, it must be taller. <laughs> um, All you guys are talking about cosplay, and I'm like, I'm going to wear clothes. <laughs> I'm <gonna be> comfortable. <laughs> You're going to be naked. That is your cosplay. Uh, <laughs> you, no. just said, like, I don't, you just said, like, I don't want to wear clothes. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'm going to wear clothes. Oh, okay. That's not what I heard. Oh, you did say. The, is that what I said? God, no. <laughs> no. On Thursday, it's the free day. I'll now we're close. There you go. Um, okay. But while everything in Unwound Future, I, I was talking about Leighton and how it was, you know, really important to what he did to see his backstory, like the little interludes that they gave of his college life. Wow. And uh, I know people who got emotional at the ending. Guys, play the series for the story. I'm not even kidding. Play Unwound Future. Or Yoko, watch. Yoko, five thumbs up, like, because two isn't enough. <laughs> and then shop that. Your, your assignment, show me your news listeners. Five thumbs. You got seven asses and five yeah, thumbs. It's like that kid from the GameStop commercial who's got the three arms. Oh, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> One's coming out of his chest or something. Um, and then I also... I watched uh, Professor Layton, The Last Spectre, which is the most recent one that's come out in America because they have Miracle Mask, which is on 3DS this fall at the end of October. But is that, that going to be the last one or is that... No, no, no. Um, the last they're one... They're making has... the last one. They're porting this one is what you're saying. Right. Those, this one's okay. already out in Japan, Miracle Mask, which is number five. And right. that one's coming out in America late October. Uh, but... Last Spectre is number four, and that came out a couple of years ago, I think. And, you know, you had the trilogy with Curious Village, Diabolical Box, and Unwound Future. Last Spectre starts a trilogy that is a prequel to the trilogy. So it's like Star Wars. Oh, God. Except level five didn't fuck things up. Because Last <laughs> Spectre was quite good. To put it delicately. Uh, <laughs> new villain... New assistant character, you have Luke, who's, you know, the classic sidekick from the three games. That's, you know, the last specter is the story where he meets Luke. So, not Luke's in Luke's and he's pod Luke. racing for an extended <laughs> there's, period. There's Otto and Misa, <laughs> um, no, none of that. Um, now, the twist ending at the end of this one, kind of weird. Um, but I like the new villain, which I guess, you know, that's a plus. But it's, I think the twist ending was a bit more of a stretch uh, than you know any of the other games, really. Because the first one, while it was weird, it kind of made sense and you had to suspend your disbelief. Uh, even the explanation for this one in Last Spectre was a bit too much. So, I mean, I, I'm trying to keep very light on the spoilers because that is like the thing about Professor Layton's storytelling. It all leads up to like one big twist and going back to unwound future number three the special thing about that one was when you think like this is the big twist there's like several more and it just doesn't stop so that one is a particularly a roller coaster that's good uh but last specter had a, a pretty pretty big twist and it was let me just say that in a way it made me think of oh my goodness why am i blanking on 
I'm totally blanking on the name. Help me, guys. I'm uh, the animated uh, Japanese. Uh, fuck. What is the name of the movie? That's vague. I know. I know. I suck. An animated uh, Japanese movie. Man. We'll narrow this we down really quickly. We asked Mononoke, uh, Spirited Away. Oh, Studio Ghibli. Ghibli yeah. So, kind of reminded yeah. me of like those kind of twists. Huh. Nick, we asked Quentin about this movie if he remembered it, and he just wasn't. He was half paying attention. All he said was, "Is that the one with the house?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah." Well, oh, I, I I wasn't remembering Studio Ghibli. I was. I'm I'm still blanking on the actual creator, animator. Uh, Miyazaki. Thank Miyazaki. you, memory. Thanks, Skype chat. No nope. <laughs> live stream chat. Nope. Memory. Miyazaki. Yeah, no, okay. he's right. I'm looking. Took me long enough. It took me long enough, but I got it. Somebody type it and make him a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but Did you I, see the, that uh, the Ace Attorney 5 like, got... Yeah, we're going to talk about all that next time on Attorney News. It. Oh, hell yeah. Probably... Dude, so much Ace Attorney News, it's ridiculous. I had um, some friends recently play through the, um, the Wii compilation and oh. i watched quite a few of them because i'd only seen a couple of the games and dude they are really really good they're awesome 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 and you can soon get them all in hd on ios say what yeah for for 30 dollars when square releases them. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it'll be a free app and you can play like the first couple like cases as a demo for free but then you had you know pay for each one for the full game mm. but that's a nice perk that's not bad Anyway, that's getting, in, that's getting into more news. It's DLC. Last Spectre had a twist that made me feel like it was a Miyazaki kind of thing, and I think anyone who's played it can kind of see where I'm going with it. Anywho, and then I, I actually saw Professor Layton in the Eternal Diva, which is the movie that they made that takes place right after Last Spectre, and that was really cool to see in movie form. I think it was a fair translation of the video game, but there were the twists were disappointing. Did you Just, say it's called Eternal Diva? Yep, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. I'm not very familiar with the Layton series, but when you said that, I thought you were going to say, it's the Wii dancing game. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm. I Now I'm thinking, like, Layton and Luke dancing? <laughs> Weird. In front of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Luke, here's my answer. It's time to boogie! <laughs> oh gosh that's ridiculous that needs to be made into a shirt or something <laughs> we just need people making more shirt stuff just saying your assignment <laughs> right now i am all latent out i'm i'm gonna i'm excited for uh miracle mask but i need to move on to shadow of the colossus that is next on my yes list. that is like my number one game ever well i'm told that i'm going to suck by Tony multiple times because it's hard. it's hard. So what, Tony's just mad because you can't press buttons and instantly win. It, so no, so yeah. tell me why <laughs> I should be excited to play Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, give him some hope because I'm only like, like, dude, you're gonna. It's hard. <laughs> uh, all it is is boss fights. Nice boss fights that can That's last stressful. upwards of an hour. Damn it! I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bad, if you're bad. Well, they, I so Tony had trouble on the last boss. Like I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like the boss is huge, and it's not just the actual enemy you have to fight. You have to like get to him. Mm-hmm. Tony, I think was playing it for what like an hour, hour and a half. Kept trying on it. I beat it in like 15 minutes. 
Hmm. What was that one with the giant freaking like hammer and you had to like climb on both sides of the walls and Thor? What? <laughs> the Colossi where it's like it's got a huge freaking like I remember the sword. weapon. You had to like keep climbing up these awkward walls. Yeah, the sword. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me go crazy. All of the uh, Colossi are, are um, themed or built off of some type of like character or animal or thing like that. And so they all have a unique fighting style and some type of way to beat them that you have to figure out. That's the cool thing is there's no hit the weak spot for massive damage. I mean, there is, but you have to figure out how to get to their weak spots. Interesting. And that can like, take a long time sometimes. Here's a 14-foot tall enemy, and the weak spot is a meter tall on his forehead. Good luck. Hmm. Yeah, good luck <laughs> climbing ahead. There, there's some really cool ones in that game too, but I just was like, God, this is a long fight. Yeah, all you get is a a bow and arrow, um, a horse, and a sword. Is it? And... <laughs> What's up, Tony? Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, the sword is kind of nice though. It's kind of like Sting from Lord of the Rings, uh, but instead of just glowing a color, it actually reflects light from the sun in the direction of the enemies. Right, and then when you find the next one, it'll actually point to, uh, to where their weak spots are. Oh. But in some of the cases, uh, there's no sunlight where you're at. So you're just mm. kind of like, well, I better hope I see it. Interesting. See, I've it's heard a lot of the exploring and isolation is really good, too. Yes. I've heard a lot about the game and probably some spoilers, to be completely honest. But I'm excited to play it. I'm going to be playing it in 3D. With the Ooh. HD version, so... I will say, uh, when I worked at Best Buy, we had a 3D PS3 setup at work, and the Shadow of the Colossus looked really nice on there, so kudos on that. Yeah, I mean, I got it when it was 200 bucks, so the PS3 <laughs> display, I thought that was a pretty good deal. Yeah. No one, I think they all went down in price recently, just because no one bought them. Man, yeah. even if you use that thing for a monitor, it's got a one millisecond response time, so it is an awesome gaming monitor. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to oh, playing nice. that one. Um, anything you guys are going to be playing in the next couple weeks, you think? Borderlands More 2. Woo! Oh my goodness, that 2. is coming out in less than two weeks. It's going to be awesome. I'm just going to try to save money for a little while for Yomacon, so probably just ratchet for a good while, actually. Most of you do have, <laughs> what, like one and a half games left on that HD collection? Yeah, so I'll be alright. And Sly 4 for homework. Yes. <laughs> don't forget. I, need, I don't think there's much else coming out for a little while. I think we're good for a while. Well, you can check the Show Me Your News calendar at our forums yeah. at showmeyournews.com slash forum to plug, plug, plug. Um, no, I think totally. you're right, though. It's you know, Borderlands 2, and then October is going to be nuts. I might check out New Super Mario Bros. 2 since I kind of let that one go for a yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. I'm going to have to get that eventually, too. Oh, yep. I forgot. I've actually been playing through a little bit more of uh, Dream Drop Distance recently. Oh, nice. How is that it, one so far? It's actually turned out really well. At first, I absolutely hated um, the drop mechanic yeah. where you switch between characters because at some points it's forced. But besides that, it's really enjoyable. Hmm. The uh, exploration, it, it feels a lot like... The... Oh, what's up, Tony? I was going to say it builds off the Birth by Sleep fighting engine, too. Yes, that was a really one good one. of my one. favorite. It's really good. So, yeah, it it plays really well, controls really well, um, and really, it's. I mean, besides Birth by Sleep, it's probably one of my favorite so far. 
Nice. That's good to hear. I'm looking forward to giving that one a try as well. That one's also high up on the Gamefly queue. I hope you're not too confused because you skipped <laughs> like three of them. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I played the main ones. Yeah, all that matters. You're not gonna know who Shion is, or did you? I'll you... wiki that shit. I don't care. Have you played Birth by Sleep, Yoko? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's really all you need. Did played... that Castle Oblivion thing like make you go, oh? Because that made me freak out a little bit. Pretty I'm like, cool. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's spoiler uh, tags. I said the Castle Oblivion thing. Like they're not. That's too vague. That was cool. Okay, should we get the mail time? <laughs> I think it is time for some mail time. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. The first question comes from Skull Jumper. Third-party Wii games often get overlooked. So, what is your favorite third-party Wii game? And why should people give it a try? Uh, mine is Tatsunoko versus Capcom. And people should give it a try because it is the best 2D fighter on the Wii, bar none. And, and if, we're, if we're talking traditional fighter, because people would be like, oh, Smash, blah, blah, blah. Um, if we're talking like, you know, Capcom with like quarter circles and Shoyukens and all that. I, I don't remember who the guest was, but I remember some dude said that he joined a, a fighting community, a game gaming fighting community, and said his favorite uh, competitive game was Smash Brothers, but he is, he just ca- didn't call it a fighting game. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. That. Some people might get picky and all that, but uh, TVC is where it's at for me. I, I was so tempted on trolling and saying Red Steel... <laughs> Red Steel. <laughs> Red Steel is like a special kind of bad game. You know, so much it's promise. It's so much fun. It is so much fun because of just like how bad it is. You remember <laughs> like all the sound effects you get with the headshots? Just like a... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... And you get slow down time and boop, 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 boop. And, choo, 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 choo. and the Tony sword fights. Imagine... Oh Try to imagine an actual 3D like game, but all the sound effects are made by us in Nathan's closet doing. Uh, oh yeah, sound just terrible those, sound effects. Those moles, if you've played Mutant Mole Mayhem, that's us. It's, I think it's all Nick actually. I <laughs> think we Mostly. only picked your grunts. <laughs> Tony sounds like sounds. Link. <laughs> yeah, I was I was playing Ocarina for the first time when we we were recording the mole sounds, and I made a Link mole on accident. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. <laughs> But no, I, th- I think it's Tatsunoko versus Capcom. That would be mine. I mean, it's really like picking from one of your children. It's really hard to just pick one. Yeah. I look at my shelf and only have three, and they're all Sonic games. So get Sonic Colors, because that's the game where they started doing good again. I heard Sonic was bad. It was, but it's better now. <laughs> According to John Tron, Sonic Team was doing all the drugs. <laughs> oh my god, I, sh- I watched those four videos. <laughs> snorts coke and what then the goes up and is like, a Sonic. What? what the fuck is a Sonic? <laughs> no, you're right. Sonic Colors is awesome. Yeah, you really, can really. use a GameCube controller. Yeah. As we all know, buttons don't work, <laughs> they're sloppy and inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd probably have to say my uh, favorite third-party game is uh, for the Wii is Lost in... Oh, just in general, uh, it'd be Lost in Shadow. Oh, good call. Because, I mean, it was really different. Most of the Wii games, even the th- uh, not even the third-party, most of them tend to just be 
huddled like a little just one kind of direction to all be very similar for your younger slash family audiences. But this was, you know, a platformer that tried something different. You know, they actually went out there and they were like, well, here's a weird mechanic that we're going to work with and do a decent story around it. It wasn't, you know, you know, any Final Fantasy kind of story or anything like that. But and tell people a... what it's generally about for those that don't know. <laughs> like like me. It's, oh, geez. Um, you're basically a, a boy's shadow. Um... You can. Oh, oh. I think we're losing him. He's getting lost in his own shadow. <laughs> it sounded like you dropped his headset. It, it kind of did. Um, Crash. Now, last Lost in Shadow was one that I remember, you know, hearing about, and I was working at Toys R Us at the time, and we had a couple of people calling for it. We never got the game. That's weird. But it was one that was, I think it was really mixed, you know, reviews. Uh, some people loved it, some people not so much. And, you wasn't know. A, okay, am I no good? You're good now, yeah. yes. Oh, okay, okay, good. Well, yeah, basically you're, you're a boy's shadow. Kind of think like Peter Pan, like where you're not actually attached to your to your body. Uh, you're just a shadow and you can augment the the light around the world to help your platforming. And your goal is just to gain, uh, to pick up fragments of your old memories so that way you can be reunited with your body. That's really cool. What's cool is because you can only interact with other shadows, with, you know, so you're not actually affecting the material world. So the only way to change things is to change the light sources, which changes your world, but doesn't change the foreground. Which I mean, is really awesome. a really interesting idea there. Yeah. <laughs> we should have thought of it. And this is where the Yu Gi Oh fans think. So you're trapped in the shadow realm? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was are. terrible. And I apologize. Isn't no, isn't no More Heroes a Wii game? The third party Wii yep. game? I guess that, that should be on there too. That should be on there, yeah. I mean, there are, there are some. And Zack and Wiki is another one that I want to really play. Oh, uh, yeah. Last Story. Last Story. Nick, yeah. Nick, have you played yet Last Story? Uh, no, but Kim has, and it's really good. Oh, I totally forgot. Uh, Muramasa. Oh, That's a yeah. Fantastic, fantastic 2D fighter. Or, well, not fighter, like platformer, I guess, maybe? Side scroller. Yeah, yeah side scroller. That's the term I'm looking for. Yeah. If you've played. Uh, oh, God, what's it called on the PS2? It's just like it. Odin uh, Sphere. It's, like, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, just like Odin Sphere in a lot of ways. Same developer. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> it's yeah. got that maze room mechanic. Muramasa is really good, yeah. Yeah. Good calls. I'm impressed. And so hopefully that's enough, uh, Skull Jumper. We, we did it. We thought of other Wii games. We yeah. It. It's it hard. Was it Mario or Brawl? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite third party, Mario or Brawl? Damn it. <laughs> oh. uh, Zizum asks next Games are usually talked about as being overrated or underrated. What games are well-rated? That is, what games most match the reception given to them? Uncharted series. Going to call it right there. Oh, yeah. Totally. Everyone I know, even I've had, like, Call of Duty players. That, that's all they've Call played. Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we call it. That's what me and Nick call it. I've got some of them to sit down and play the first Uncharted. 
And like, I'll have them play five minutes of it. I'm like, just give me five minutes and that's it. Then like half an hour later, they'll be like, hey, get me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my goodness. I it mean, is. if people like will never get a PS3, you have to at least watch, I don't know if you've heard of this, Nick. Like they, someone took the all three Uncharted games and edited it so that it plays out as one long movie. Like enough gameplay elements to kind of splice together like where they're generally going. Uh, you know, certain dialogue bits between the characters. But you can just sit and watch like a two and a half hour movie of all of the cutscenes and the story, you know, woven together. Uh, you know, two and a half That's hours you know, for each game. Uh, and it's it's a brilliant, brilliant idea. But it, it's definitely like, one you should play for sure. I've uh, <laughs> I've complained about how like I think the story could be a lot better if they try a little hard. But it's still really good. And difference being you and... Uh, and Super is also, you've thought Bioshock was okay, and Super's thinking Dead Space is just okay, but you both really what? liked Uncharted. Yeah. Bioshock, so, oh. Mm. Yeah. Bio- that, that's, been a, that's been a bit of controversy, but I actually tend to agree. I didn't think, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I will give you that the story is not the best story ever, but that's one of those games you have to take as the whole big picture. I mean, you really do. The atmosphere is in Bioshock is perfect, like in the first Dead Space. You know, the atmosphere just was absolutely exactly what that game needed. Yeah. I've, I've never decent. see. I've never said anything bad about the atmosphere and the story. I totally get that. Uh, the mechanics frustrate me. I I can't stand the first-person shooter engine for it. Uh, I think some of the item frequency is a little mismanaged in a way. Um, I can give you that. But so like I really did, and I got up to like the first little sister decision and wasn't fully enjoying it. But like I really liked the atmosphere of the story. Like that was pitch perfect. It was great. But Super, I know, has more things to say about it. He's ranted about it before. But no, you're absolutely right. The Uncharted games definitely well rated. Compared to somewhere just like Bioshock, where some people are like, "Eh, I've I've never heard heard a lot of people say anything bad about Uncharted. It's usually that reaction that Nick says. Once you put somebody in front of it and make them look at it, they're like, oh, it's not like Call of Duty. You experience it. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's good. I'm trying uh, to think of what other games. Red Steel is well-rated because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, my my answer, that when I first thought of this, the one that came to mind was Super Mario Galaxy, the first one. Yes. Yeah. Because... Yes. That one is all sorts of amazing. I know people can say that Galaxy 2 is overrated because, like, oh, it's just like Galaxy 1. I'm not one of those people. I enjoyed Galaxy 2 more than the first Galaxy. Uh, but, you know, you, there is the valid complaint that, you know, it's, it could have just been an add-on or whatever, but the Wii, etc., etc. Uh, but the first Galaxy being, you know, so well acclaimed because it really did something different. That was, you know, physics we really had never seen before in a game and i think you know people could just say like oh it's nintendo it's mario therefore i don't like it but obviously that's an unjustified uh critique of it i think if you actually look at super mario galaxy for what it is and see you know how good it really is uh, i think that's a game that's well rated and also brawl again people can give it crap because i like melee better etc but if you look at all the content that Sakurai did provide and, you know, what he added to the game, sure, he added tripping. That's unfortunate. But, you know, people said that, you know, 
the reviews and everything, what people generally say about it, you know, aside from Melee versus Brawl, competitive, etc. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl is a game that is it really is well done it's and well created. It day. is a game. Day, day, yeah, but they added a bunch of modes that nobody uses to. Like, look, you... we, level editor, it sucks. And... CD Factories, that's why, that's why you needed it. Well, yeah, I didn't need it for that. That's true. <laughs> CD Factories were the shit. <laughs> Tony, how do you feel about Sonic 06? Is that, a, uh, is that a decently rated game? We don't talk about that game anymore. <laughs> God, I remember when I played that a lot. I got good at that game, and I'm ashamed of it. I could still probably play it competently. <laughs> see, see, Nick and Sarah just came to me it's like so we saw it, it was like messed up scenes in video game video compilation <laughs> and sonic like got kissed by a girl and i'm like yeah <laughs> a real girl not a yeah not a, any animal those were the dark no. times and he was what, dead great. and she kissed him and that's yeah. that's not legal and then there were <laughs> pikachu tears and whatever <laughs> <laughs> and he turned yellow for some reason i don't know I'm so glad that game retcons itself at the end. It just doesn't happen. It was all a dream. Yeah, I wish it was what all a dream. What a cop-out. Uh, Tony, which games do you think are well-rated? Hard to say. I guess Rayman Origins, because that was like, hey, Ooh, this, yeah. game, this game's good. Go check it out. It wasn't like, oh my god, best game, but it, I think it was very well-received and it did a lot of things right, even though that halfway point is oh kind of bullcrap. Oh my god, that halfway point. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> not fair not fair i agree with you there but uh, it's really good and it's like 2d platforming gone back and they're doing it right and now the next one's only going to be on Wii, so <laughs> but the next one uh everyone thought that it was going to be a like a port it's actually gonna be a full-blown sequel to oh, rayman yeah. origins i was seeing some gameplay yeah, footage this morning and it was someone actually you know playing along you know with with murphy and all on the touchpad but the main player was using the gamepad pro or whatever they're going to call it yeah uh, as like the first girl i don't know what they call them i'm i only played origins but the first girl with the green clothing and the red hair and all that they're she was they're playing as her as the main platforming character and that was interesting to see oh the pixies yeah the pixies well fair yeah they're new i've never seen them but yeah i mean the- legends looks great that's gonna be awesome yeah i think that's it Good. Nuts and bolts. Needs more crap. Thank you, Jontron. <laughs> Cars! <laughs> uh, last question for Mail Time. Rachel asks, If you guys had to be a Nintendo 64 game character, who would it be and why? Glover. You never want to be Glove, guys? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> who remembers Glover? I've heard of Glover, but only like once. Wasn't he who voiced remembers? by Danny Glover? I don't know. <laughs> Donald Glover? Community? <laughs> Man, it, I only remember the commercials. Like N sixty four commercials were like some of the best. I agree. Bomberman song, the uh, the the Smash Brothers commercial, mm-hmm. the Banjo Tooie commercial where Banjo jumps out of a plane because he thinks he's got Kazooie in his back and he doesn't. <laughs> I Go watch that, that one. one. That, that one's that one. great. Yeah, because they're like, you can split up now. And Banjo's like, I don't need a parachute. And he jumps. And he's like, Kazooie. Uh oh. And then uh-huh. she's like. And then she's tanning, and he just lands on the ground next to her. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, what was Glover? And he was a glove. 
He was a glove. He walked well, okay. around. I don't know what they were doing. I mean, the hamburger helper mascot is a glove too, but that doesn't help with video games. <laughs> he what does the game hamburger stuff. helper glove do? He moves and he has mechanics. <laughs> does he walk on fingers like Master Hand and he's all creepy? Yes. Awesome. I think. <laughs> or crazy dark hand. <laughs> it was a dark time. <laughs> Hard to say, 64 character. Um. I would be Lieutenant Sage. Okay, baby. I got Pokemon <laughs> Puzzle League Challenge. No, Puzzle League, because Challenge is on Game Boy Color. Pokemon Stadium. Go right, Joe. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd probably be Rockman from the Port of Legends that was on 64. Nice. Just because 3D, 3D uh, Blaster Hand and you get to fight robots controlled by pirates. I mean, what else do you need in life? <laughs> a robot dog? Well, okay. You <laughs> <laughs> gotcha there. <laughs> Raichu. <laughs> yeah, just give me Raichu. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Pumbloom. <laughs> Hey, hey, did you no ever one, see the no episode where Ash kind of gets the bloom? Dude. No! <laughs> uh, bloom! Dude, I love Wingle. Dude, I love Wingle. He evolves into, into, into Pelostorm. Uh, if I had to pick, I guess a Pokemon trainer, because everyone wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when they were a kid. No hmm. school. Traveling around everywhere. There you go. Oh, look, you're 10 years old. Time to stop going to school. I know. The world's perfect. Except for setting clocks. We make oh, too God. many Game Grumps references. Have you guys uh, seen the thing? It's some big, long conspiracy thing where uh, they talk about how different things that are like in Pokemon, like where the actual world is a post-war world, because there's, if you notice, there's never like really any like parents. There's only a couple people usually in towns. Uh, all this crazy stuff where kids would like walk around on their own. There's no one to 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 look over them. And they also have all these different things about how like Ash is in a coma after the lightning. Uh, after well, hit yeah, by the, I, I have heard of the coma theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the coma theory is awesome. Which but, I think is fantastic. I don't know the post-war one. You were kind of selling it because your mic was going all staticky, like an atom bomb was going off behind you. So that was kind of awesome. <laughs> well, I hope not, because he lives like a minute from me, so that ain't good for me either. <laughs> and then Tony's internet dies. Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, I haven't really heard about the uh, the post-war one. I do know that there's the idea floating out there for Pokemon Generation Zero with uh, yeah. Oak and Agatha as you know little kids, playable characters, and that Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres are you know beginner characters, like his little you know, baby birds and all that. Huh. That'd be cool. Yeah, Pokemon Generation Zero. That shit's pretty cool. Oh, you said uh, Lieutenant Surge, and that actually reminded me. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you should always talk like that. No. Uh, that's that's kind of like part of the theory, because um, you basically, like, if you look, you have no father in the first Pokemon game. Oh, Your best right. friend is an orphan because he's being raised by his grandpa. Uh, children are allowed to go anywhere. Um,. You're only like what is it, ten or thirteen, and your mother accepts you as the man of the house to make your own decisions. Yeah. Uh, all the people you meet are either children and or gym leaders. The adults are either very very old 
or have a job related to organized crime or the military, like Lieutenant Surge. Um, and Surge was in the war. It's like in my exactly. electric Pokemon zap people on the battlefield, yeah. Exactly. There's hospitals and gyms everywhere, but there are no forms of entertainment such as movie theaters, except for the one town, was it Saffron, that has yep. the... Saladon uh, the... has the casino. Oh, the casino, yeah. Yeah. And like, like you said, when you talk to Surge, when he goes to fight, fight you, uh, it's like, hey, kid, what do you think you're doing here? You won't live long in combat. That's for sure. I tell you what, kid. Electric Pokemon saved me during the war. Mm-hmm. So it's like there was, there a, was war a war in Kanto. Your father died. Your rival lost his parents. And like you're the first generation of orphans in a post-war time. And then Pokemon got really dark. <laughs> and then all the animals died because there aren't any doggies. That's true. <laughs> Except for the fish swimming in Celadon Gym in the anime, but that we doesn't make any the, sense. There can't be is messed up. Yeah, you can't have like regular animals in Pokemon. It doesn't. It's weird. Like just a bird. Yeah, it's not a dog. A it's a Growlithe. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so I, what does so what does a pigeon do? Uh, nothing. It just eats and poops. <laughs> yeah. But if you guys want to get into like a lot of the crazy stuff, uh, Lavender Town, there are so many crazy oh theories God. about it. All the creepypasta I, about Lavender Town, it's too I much. I spent an entire weekend just going through stuff on Lavender Town. <laughs> and while the music was playing the whole time? And did not sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you read stuff like that, that kind of music naturally just goes in your head. Yeah. Whether you, no, whether you intend it to or not. The first page I was on about the Lavender Town stuff, the page was made where it would actually play the Lavender Town music, Perfect. but it would wait 30 seconds before it started playing, so you'd be reading by the time it starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, like, wow. really, guys, That's it's 5 a.m., all right? <laughs> it's 5 a.m., I already don't want to sleep. This does not help. <laughs> <laughs> well, Super has appeared in the chat. Just as we're about to go and move on to our YouTube video recommendation. Um, who wants to go first? Herb. Uh, Nathan showed me this video. Look up, ain't nobody got time for that in Sweet Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the original news story if you want, but it's pretty fantastic. I guess I will. Okay, do that later. Oh, you want me to me to right now? No. Okay. Take it later. Take three and a half minutes and go watch it right now. Everybody, we're putting the chat on pause. All right. No, no. I mean, you can put the the recording on pause, sure. I don't care. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Yoko, what's yours? Uh, mine is a mashup that someone did between Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, from Community. He also does stand-up, but he also is a rapper by the name of Childish Gambino, and Muse, and the song is called Bonfire Desires. Muse is good. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I've I've been wanting to put this in this section for quite a few episodes now, but other videos came up, and uh, I've been listening to this one a few more times. So, Bonfire <laughs> Desires with a Childish Gambino and Muse mashup. Uh, the lyrics not suitable for work. <laughs> Very much so, so don't be doing that. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty tight... A mashup that's well done. Almost on the same level as Thunderbusters. And if you know Thunderbusters, you know that's good shit too. I need more music. Yeah. Nick, you see anything funny on the YouTubes lately? On the YouTubes. 
Uh, yes, you've already seen mine. Um, Tony, it's a, I wouldn't say it's not safe for work, but it's definitely PG-13. It's a fake movie trailer uh, called Ghost Hits about a girl that has ghost tits. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Just, that one is really good. It's got Olivia Munn as the, the oh, really? lead. Yeah, I and it's totally it. worth watching. It just censored out tits, but okay. Uh, <laughs> See, when I thought you were saying, I heard ghost hits, and then you said, like, ghost tits, and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't a slip of the lip there. That was still that accurate. That was a slip. It was, yeah. Also, uh, you can go to the website, wheredimtitsgo.com to watch it. Wheredimtitsgo. <laughs> Very interesting. I will have to watch these later, and so should you. Um, gosh, anything we also want to talk about? I think we're at the hour point here so far. Do um, we, we want to mention what we're doing for our game or anything? Because you're here. Dude, please we do. What, me? Yeah. What game? Oh, Learning, <laughs> learning a new <laughs> language. You should talk yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, no, I was messing with you. Yeah, we've been working on uh, converting the game. It's going to actually run um, eventually on HTML5 which is a combination of the new HTML5 standard, CSS3, and uh, JavaScript. Because if we get it working, it's going to instantly work on iPhones also. Yes, which it is will. Cool. Now, we're not going to have it like on a web page. Uh, we're still going to actually package it and put it on the App Store so everyone can find it. Though we might do a demo on the website, depending on how the guys feel about that. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is for Mutant Mole Mayhem. Uh, available yes. on the Google, Google Play Store for Android phones uh, and the company's Golden Vault games. They're pretty awesome. Yes, they are. Well, not awesome enough for Tony to drop again. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to say more raving things about your game company, but... Oh, well. He derped. <laughs> no, seriously, I can't wait for it to be on iOS. I will give you my money. For a copy, and I don't, I don't want to steal my brother's Android phone just to play it because he uses it enough as it is. <laughs> but you know, when I played of the demo, I really enjoyed, and I can only imagine it's gotten even better since then. Yeah, we're working on adding in separate gameplay modes mm-hmm. where you'll have like special challenge areas, like uh, beat this using just this type of weapon, and that's the only type of mole that spawns, like only grenades or only landmines, things like that. Hmm. Oh, hey, Tony's back. Yay. Uh, Nick, I was going to ask you, I, I hear that you're adding a story in Mutant Mole Mayhem as well. Uh, yes, we haven't locked down exactly how we're going to do it, but we're going to have some type of uh, cutscene uh, for the game, whether it be actual, like, slightly animated content, or we're going to either have, like, uh, the old CD-based PC games, how they would, like, show you a picture with some text, pretty much, like a full-screen picture. Uh, something like that, that way we can get across a little bit of the story. The first game's game engine doesn't have enough uh, enough in it to actually do like full blown, fully animated uh, videos, but we could possibly do that in the second game. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one but, does good. <laughs> but that's 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 two years ish in the future. Yeah, we got we got another game after this to make. We've been ah. finishing up this one for a while, and it's not. Yeah. We don't know how the writing's going to go yet because me and Nathan haven't written it yet. <laughs> we need to do that soon. But well, there's I... also a comic you guys can read for more story over at goldenvaultgames.com backslash we're awesome. Yeah, goldenvaultgames.com. Definitely check that out. Uh, and honestly, best of luck to you guys in the future. 
you guys have done great work so far and really the show me news community really you know is pushing for you guys to keep it up yeah a lot of them can't play it just because they don't have an android so hopefully this that'll change all that yeah. soon hopefully gotta get on that definitely alright I think that'll do it for this episode of what are you playing thank you for stopping by everyone and listening with that I am Yoko this is where Tony says he's Tony and that's Tony <laughs> and that is Tony and he dropped fucking hell <laughs> well Nick thank you for being on the show really do uh, appreciate it and that's Nick Ren Danger Penguin thanks for listening we're out and we're derp peace